Emma here with Truthful Youth, the podcast, where I speak about everything that concerns teenagers. If you'd like more insights, please follow my Instagram, Truthful Youth Podcast, and if you like what you hear, remember to subscribe. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Truthful Youth. Today, I'm here with two guests, actually, and they can introduce themselves. I'm Izzy and I'm Jillian and we host Teen Girls Investigate Crime podcast. Yes and today we're actually here to talk a little bit about true crime and I wanted to ask you why did you start a true crime pod? Um I guess so Izzy and I have both always been really into true crime and we actually think a lot of teenagers like these days are just interested in true crime and there weren't a lot of platforms I guess for like teenagers like okay I'm trying to put the right words for this but I feel like podcasts are a great way to hear about true crime cases Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of teens don't pay attention to that because there's none that are like catered to them because they're they're not listening to people their own age and so we thought it'd be really cool just to start our own yeah and I mean that was the main reason but also we actually did it for a school project we did did do that (laughs) but now that project is over and we just carried it on but yeah that was the biggest reason Yeah, well, that's actually very cool. And I also wondered, how do you prepare for an episode? Like, how do you find information? Um, So picking a case can actually be really difficult. Mm -hmm. But we'll do things like we'll we'll just Google like craziest true crime cases and find cases like that. And then we'll start by doing a lot of research. And we try to avoid scripting out episodes just Mm -hmm. because like we like to just talk about it as we go. And sometimes we think of random things while we're talking. So we'll really stick to like a bullet point thing. So yeah, it's our conversation. And also when we do it, like we said, it's really hard to pick cases sometimes. Sometimes we'll have two days to research an episode. Sometimes we'll have two weeks. So it just really depends. Yeah, that's the thing about being a teenager. I feel like it's all dependent on what tests we have in a week. Yes, it's the same for me. And also the one with the bullet points. I don't like to script uh, things either. Mm -hmm. That actually goes for everything like presentations at school. Also, I also like to do bullet points every time because I feel like it's a better flow and I can always talk with just the bullet points. Um, Yeah, and I mean, I totally agree. And I feel like a lot of the podcasts I listen to are unscripted. Because I just, I love listening to the conversation. It makes me feel more involved. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then you can kind of, they, what they're saying feels like a conversation that you're a part of rather than like, like if you listen to a podcast that's scripted, it's not as much fun to listen to because it sounds like, I don't know, kind of boring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like you can really hear the difference. Mm-hmm. But over to like kind of what you talk about, um, what is your favorite episode and what what is like the case? Um, for me, my favorite episode we have ever done was the Elisa Lamb case. And it was basically about a girl who's in college and she came to Los Angeles, California for a vacation and she went missing. And like all of the circumstances surrounding it are just so, so bizarre. I just like, I immediately attached that case. Like actually, and I was literally doing research one night, like all night. Cause I was just so like in the rabbit hole. It was crazy. She was like texting me and I was like, why are you still up looking at all this stuff? <laughs> what are what are the bizarre circumstances? Um, well, basically, she uh, there's like a really weird surveillance video of her in an elevator doing really weird stuff, like almost like weird movements. Like she was playing a game, but she was totally by herself. And then there were just like a bunch of weird coincidences 
I don't like that was the biggest thing. Like there were ties to different movies that had came out before and like all this stuff. It was just really weird. Yeah, I that was a really creepy case. I'd say my favorite episode was the Kyron Horman case. And I have been saying this forever <laughs> because we did this case kind of forever ago at this point. But I will always just find it interesting. So basically this case was about how old was he? He was like He's in like, elementary school. Yeah, nine, six or, six or so, seven. Some, in that age yeah. range. And basically he was dropped off at school by his stepmother. And then he like never, he somehow was in school, but never actually made it to his first class of the day. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird. And I, I always will just like have a weird connection with this case because I mean, it could have been like me based on like when the time was and stuff. It was like, it literally could have been anything <laughs> I went to elementary school with that didn't make it to their class. I don't know. It was just, it was a weird little connection to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. But are any of the cases you cover unsolved? Most of them are. Yeah, because I feel like it's just, I mean, personally, I like solved cases. I like the closure. But a lot of the ones we do research are like unsolved because you just find more information on them usually. Yeah, because there's so much, there's also much much more room to speculate. It's harder Mm -hmm. to speculate on a solved case and we can't really come up with our own theories just because we already know what happened. And that kind of makes it sound stupid when we say yeah. stuff about solved cases. Yeah, right. And so you come up with your own theories in addition to theories that already uh, exist. What are your favorite theories that you have come up with yourself? Ooh, okay. Um, I will, again, this is like a really weird, obscure case. We did a really long time ago, but basically it was about this couple named the Dermans who were murdered. And I made up this theory about them being involved in like some sort of hitman mafia thing. And I don't know why. <laughs> it was just so obscure and made probably no sense. But in my brain, it clicked. And I don't think it clicked for anyone else. It did not click for me. <laughs> It was, it was exciting to see Izzy all excited about that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. The first time we ever, like, really made up our own theories, it was, like, I think our fifth episode or something. We started doing all this research, and we had all this stuff, like, background information, timeline, and then we get across to theories, and there's, like, no theories or suspects. And we're like, well, what are we supposed to do now? And so we just kind of started making up theories, which I thought was super interesting. And it was about this case, like, the three teenage girls that disappeared. Yeah, for not Fort Worth, three. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Fourth trio. Yeah, and so we started just kind of like coming up with random things. Like one of them happened to be married at the time, so we just started suspecting that it was her husband and like her sister or something. It was was, totally obscure, but (laughs) it was was, so weird. It was really fun to do because we came up with it entirely by ourselves. Yeah, I get it. That actually sounds very exciting. But what is the creepiest story that you have ever covered? Ooh. Um, I mean, in my opinion, I think the Elisa Lamb one was super creepy just because it also could have been like, maybe there were ghosts involved. I am not a skeptic. I'm the opposite of a skeptic. And I think that was pretty creepy. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely think that was a creepier one just because I don't like supernatural things because they creep me out because they can't be explained like true crime at least it's like it's you know it happens it's probable Mm -hmm. supernatural stuff just creeps me out and this one was very aligned with supernatural type things yeah that really creeps me out yeah i get that so you kind of think that some of the the cases could be related to something like paranormal or supernatural yeah. Every once in a while when there's like weird things that can't be explained, like in the Elisa Lamb case where she was doing that weird like game sort of thing with mm-hmm. no one else around, like that can't be explained by anyone no. else in my opinion. Like literally it was almost like she was possessed. Like it was just otherworldly. <laughs> that 
whole entire the elevator video is just so creepy and oh my god it makes your skin crawl when you watch it yeah i i actually think i've seen that one what do you have any theories on what happened to her um okay so my personal favorite theory is that like the government was somehow involved and you, you're way more familiar with this theory yeah but basically she was her the college she went to which i think was the university of british columbia yeah yeah basically they had this really big tuberculosis like that's what it was, right? I don't yeah. know the like tuberculosis. Up. I'm yeah, no. But they had this really big like tuberculosis investigation thing center. I don't know. And basically, there's this theory that the American government used her to like infect, like a biological warfare. Like she was a weapon almost. Yeah. Because over by where she was staying in LA, there's this place called Skid Row. Mm-hmm. which is just they've been trying to like wipe it out for years but it has all these homeless people and a lot of like drug dealers and stuff and i mean i i just like the conspiracy of this because it's basically like saying that she went there to like get into the like get tuberculosis into the plumbing yeah area and stuff. it was just yeah i love that theory too <laughs> i mean and the thing is like there's no doubt on it like there is doubt but at the same time like i think that's totally <laughs> i think that's it's possible. not like we said it was aliens like yeah that no. makes sense it, but i mean my favorite theory about that case i think she was possessed okay. i seriously think she was possessed yeah <laughs> i but you also said that or most of the cases you have covered are unsolved but you have also covered some solved cases is mm-hmm. there any favorite in particular? How many solved cases have we done? <laughs> okay, we have we've done a bunch of cases that are like okay, you know you definitely know who did it, but yeah. it hasn't been proven. Like Casey Anthony, that's a good one because I mean she definitely did it, but you know she went to court and somehow was proven to be innocent. Yeah, I don't know. And then the Black Dahlia case too. Like there's so much evidence, but at this point you can't try it because everyone involved is dead because it happened in the forties. So what, uh, what is the case? What happened? Um, well, the Black Dahlia case, basically, this woman named Elizabeth Short was found, like, brutally murdered. And they knew it was done by, like, a doctor. And it was in the 40s in L.A., right? Mm-hmm. And this doctor guy was, like, so crazy. It, it was He's a horrible person. And, you know, he did it. Like, there's so much evident po- evidence pointing towards the fact that he did it, and yet it's never been proven. Yeah, but I'd say, like, I'm trying to think of our first solved case. It was our second episode. It was called The Acne Face Killer. Oh, yeah. And it was about these two sisters who were kidnapped at a mall, and for years it just went unsolved. And then they started talking to this guy who was in jail because he had all these weird stories about how he was, like, mm-hmm. kind of connected but not really. And every time he retold the story, he got, like, closer to being involved in the case. Yeah. And then in, like, 2013, they solved it, and it had been, like, 30-something years. Yeah. Wow. And I also know you covered the case with John Bennett, the beauty pageant. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that case? Always. Um, <laughs> I will always just be obsessed with it because I think it was, it was our first episode. We really wanted to do something for our first episode mm-hmm. that was, like, the biggest case ever. And that is, like, the biggest case ever. And so, I don't know. I've just really been... Co- connected to that case like I'll always want to know what happened and there's always going to be stuff on it trying to figure out what happened so I guess yeah. that's a little bit nice to know that maybe we'll eventually know but probably not yeah and I mean it was our first case and it was like the first time we were doing research the first time we were really talking about like our theories and really like getting into the podcasting spirit I guess <laughs> so it'll always have like a place in my heart and like 
that case just it's so infamous like it is known as like the biggest unsolved case in the united states like everyone knows about it yeah so it was just really interesting to cover Yes, yes, I get that. And there's there are other cases that are very famous too, like uh, mm-hmm. like the Madeline McCann uh, case. Have you covered yeah. that one? Okay, we actually we've always talked about it because that's a really interesting case, and it's actually funny that you bring it up because literally like five minutes ago, my dad was telling me that we should cover the case. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, he was like he's trying to like tell me we need to cover more infamous cases, and he was yeah. like, what about this one, and I was like, we talked about it. Yeah, and I mean, there were a bunch of developments in it in the past few years, yeah. I'm pretty sure. You so We might just do it now. Yeah, we might <laughs> just do it. Yeah, and what what do you think happened? Because there are different theories here. Um, I don't know too much about the case quite yet. I mean, I, mean, I know the basics, but I, I don't know. I, I definitely don't think the parents were involved. No. I think that they, like, they got rid of that theory. They investigated for too long. I, yeah. I honestly don't know enough about the case quite yet to speculate on it, but... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know that someone was arrested who was in the area who was, like, um, a child killer. I think mm-hmm. he had been convicted prior, and I really think he did it. I listened to a another podcast on it, and I don't know his name, but I'm very convinced that he was involved somehow. Yes, Yes, I see that. I I have watched some videos about it, but I also, I feel like I don't know enough about the case mm-hmm. to have my theories and speculate too much, as you say. Yeah. But are you working on a case right now? We are. Oh, yeah. we're actually, we're working on this case. I, we're, it comes out tomorrow. Yes, yeah. it does come out tomorrow. Um. So, well, I guess by the time that this it's gonna not be tomorrow it's gonna be like two weeks ago but (laughs) our april 1st episode will be about the case of darlie routier and i'm pretty sure that's how you say that yeah i'm pretty sure it is (laughs) i i mean like in that case i you can really go down the rabbit hole in that case Mm -hmm. and it's not covered that much it's not really so this one is kind of so izzy picked this case she's always been (laughs) fascinated by this case and it's like her birthday week so it's her chance to like pick a good case that she's always wanted to do (laughs) And so it's about this woman who was convicted of killing her two sons, but it was a whole thing because she said that there was an intruder and she'd actually had stab wounds herself, but it was proved that they were like self-inflicted to basically make it look like someone came in. And it's just a really crazy case. And we're really excited about covering that one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, is there anything else you want to add, want to say? Um, go listen to our podcast. (laughs) And it was just, it was so nice to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, it was really nice having you as guests. This is actually kind of a special edition episode because it's not really like my other episodes because since true crime is kind of like, uh, well, it's not, you know, advice and typical team stuff, which are my other episodes, but I am, um, I love True Prime myself, and uh, mm-hmm. I bet that uh, the people who are still listening <laughs> do that too. But thank you so much for wanting to participate in my episode. Yes, thank, thank you, you for having yeah, us. Thank you so much for having us. This was really fun. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed and learned something. If you did, I would be so happy if you subscribed and rated. If you'd like more insight, follow me on Instagram on Truthful Youth Podcast. See you in the next episode.